It's out. <laughs> it's that was, out. That was the most random way we've ever started a podcast. <laughs> I'm very excited. Okay. I'm guessing this is in reference to something that I haven't even seen yet. Mm, sure is. Okay. <laughs> That's it's, all right. Uh, you can be excited for the both of us. Uh, yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Nerds of Unusual Origin. I'm your host, Frank. And I'm Steve. Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast where we'll take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. We will discuss music, movies, and more, as we, well as some other stuff that we obsess over. We actually are going to discuss something music-related. Yes. Not a happy thing, but hey, no. you know, that's all right. It is music-related, so. All right. Well, you know, before we uh, kick it off in our first um, segment, you know, well, actually, no, this is the first segment, Two Drunk Dads. Two drunk dads. So it might actually be two drunk dads by the end of <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So typically when we do this segment, we're drinking something that's carbonated out of a can or bottle. Um, yeah, I decided to switch it up, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like 2000 flushes. <laughs> so uh, I made me and Steve some frozen blue Hawaiians because um, why not, you know? <laughs> There's a lot of alcohol in there. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's delicious. It is pretty effing good. I've never had one before. You've never had one? No. Oh man. I love these things. Me and, um, me and my wife, uh, we, we, uh, went on vacation a couple years ago to a family friend's house and like in North Carolina and they just lived on blue Hawaiians for like the whole <laughs> week and that it got us into it. So that is Phenomenal. So now we always have the ingredients to make them. What is in it? Uh, okay, so it's uh, one ounce of vodka, one ounce of rum, um, one ounce of blue curacao. That's where you get the blue. Three ounces of pineapple juice, uh, an ounce of sweet and sour mix. Okay. And some um, creme de coconut. Oh, what, coconut cream. what rum is it? Malibu? Bacardi. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was Malibu, but that's sort of the No, it's Bacardi is. and the vodka was Kettle One. So nice. It's a fancy one. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. They're pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I would give it a four on a scale of five. Nice. I'll take that. You win. So, yeah. You don't have to do them frozen either. You can just pour it over ice and it's also just as good. I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's great. So, oh, Steve's, Steve's reaching. Okay. Yep. So, so there's some stuff we're going to, uh, you know, talk about. And one of them is the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Right. I hated everything about everything because they kept pushing it back. We'll talk about other things. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're also going to rewatch Empire Records. Or yeah. We did rewatch. We did rewatch it. Yeah. And I'm sure Frank has some uh, I've got opinions. Opinions. <laughs> um, we are going to talk about the unfortunate death of a metal drummer. Yep. Uh, Joey Jordison. Yep. From Slipknot. And I don't know what the fourth topic is. Frank wrote it in. And I oh yes. So uh, this week, Lavar Burton is hosting Jeopardy. I did see that. And uh, unfortunately, it got slightly overshadowed by coinciding with the lowest Jeopardy score ever recorded. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, that, 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 could be a, that could be a thing. So, Steve, what do you want to go over first? Do you want to blow your load early and get the Ghostbusters thing out no, of the way? No, that, that's, that's the end. <laughs> okay. That is the end. <laughs> All uh, right. let, let's talk about Joey Jordison a little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think we're both fans of Slipknot. Oh, I'm, I've been a fan of Slipknot since the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I first heard of them, God, back when their first record came out and they were being played on WAAF. Yeah, I, I I had like the, I can't remember the name of the first CD, but I had the first CD when it first came out. Yeah. I got the original copy of uh, the self-titled one with like Spit It Out and Wait and Bleed and stuff. Right. But the do you know the difference between like the original and the uh, other one? When I was a nerdy metal high schooler kid, I would have known it, but <clears throat> uh, there was a I track on forgot. there called Purity. Yep, and it was about. I don't know. I don't know if it's like my memory serving me incorrectly, but if I remember correctly, it was like about a little girl who was buried alive and whatever. 
and they took it off because they were being sued about it. Oh. And I, <clears throat> I could be completely wrong. I have to look this up eventually. Okay. I'll, I'll put it, I'll, you know, print a retraction. Yeah. Uh, if I'm wrong, but like, yeah, I, I just remember that being a thing. Okay. But yeah, I, I, I would love them until, I don't know, they just turned into Stone Sour. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I mean. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like their, I like their first, um, I like their first album, um, the self-titled one. Um, I like, I liked quite a bit of their albums, but yeah, it did start to like mesh a little bit with some of the like pop culture music. Yeah, the melodic stuff. That's so. that's what kind of annoyed me about it. That's why I, I don't know, I stopped listening. Yeah, although. To be honest, I I really want to go see them live. I have not seen them live yet, and I really want to. I'm like 70% sure that I've seen them live at a warp tour. Oh, okay. But I may be incorrect. Yeah. I, I got my I'm trying to look. I'm trying to like think if I went to like 97, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003. Yeah. And then I just went to sporadic ones here or there. Either way. Right pretty sure they played one but, yeah yeah uh joey jordison was 46 and he, apparently he died in his sleep yeah he died in his sleep um they're they they haven't released a, a a cause of death at all yet but he was um suffering from an illness that was kind of related to um multiple sclerosis so well, that's gotta suck even more yeah i guess a couple of years ago he he basically like flat out admitted he's like i've lost my legs you know like not like literally lost them but he's like i can't drum you know like i used to and stuff so you know his health was suffering a little bit um which is kind of a bummer um but yeah i mean god the, the guy was an absolute killer drummer like, absolutely some of the fastest feet in metal was it you know didn't was it tommy lee or him that like played upside down and on a rotating platform they both did yeah they both did that tommy lee was in like a cage that like tumbled yeah and um joey jordanson's drum riser would like rose up kind of like vertically and, then and it was spun. on a turntable yeah. oh yeah oh I yeah forgot, i remember this now that's oh it was pretty sick yeah it was definitely pretty sick um I, yeah it was so yeah i mean that's kind of a bummer he um he also interestingly he filled in for um lars one night when um metallica i think they were playing a show in like germany or something like that and it was part of this like big metal festival and lars got sick and he couldn't drum, so a bunch of other drummers filled in for Lars throughout the night. And Joey Jordan played like three classic Metallica Sad songs. But true. And stuff. No, he played um, he played Creeping Death, and he played like I think he played one other song, but it was like ten times better than Lars could play <laughs> it. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty pretty awesome. I really don't like Lars as a drummer. <laughs> yeah, he's he's up until nineteen ninety ish. I, I really liked his drumming and then it, pretty much Black Album on I was like yeah snooze see that's funny because Black Album was like my favorite I hated Thrash Metallica oh really yeah oh those are all my favorite albums yeah I, I maybe, maybe I like it now I, I, I like the Black Album too but Load and Reload sucked I, I, I could not I liked Load uh, Reload wasn't good but Load was good Load was okay King Nothing was like had like a good groove Saint Anger now that's a hot pile of dog shit I I respect Saint Anger but I don't choose to listen to it <laughs> <All right. laughs> like I don't know like I I like the fact that they went out on a limb a little bit I mean but they kind of lost the plot with that album but um, Death Magnetic was sick I, I love that record I, I didn't even listen oh my god I have it I have it I have it in like God, is it behind me somewhere? It might be. Uh, My favorite uh, anything they did was... Uh, um, what the hell's the name of the album? S&M. Symphony of Metallica. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, He's well, too far away. Anyway, I was trying to dig out my... Um, vinyl copy of death magnetic it's okay I, yeah I, I don't care that it's, it's a, i know it's, it's just a cool <laughs> album um but um yeah you know snm was pretty good that was it, that was a good record I, I bought the dvd and i don't know what mm -hmm. somebody stole it from me i have it upstairs yeah i loved yeah. it yeah it's wicked good but anyway yeah so you know rest in peace joey jordanson i'm not gonna pour one out but i'll drink one to you i, I will too once i pick it up yeah <sighs> mm-hmm 
All right, so moving right along. Last week, Steve decided that our movie rewatch was going to be Empire Records, mm-hmm. a movie I have not seen. So this is not a rewatch. This is just a watch. If you tell me. me you hated it, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> we might have to duke it out. <laughs> Did you really hate it? Yeah, I really didn't like it. Why? It was a soundtrack in search of a movie. Yeah, but... Like, the, 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 dude, there was no effing point to this movie. It was There 20, was no plot. I, I understand the... Like, I get mad about the whole non-plot thing. But, like, this was, like, 24 hours in a movie... A music store. Yeah. In the early 90s. Yeah, mid-90s. Mid yeah. But, like, it... Everything that happened was just awesome. I like I know this movie verbatim. Okay. And while I was watching it with my wife yesterday. Well, you're the other one that knows it verbatim. <laughs> I don't, but oh. I'm just saying like there's not that many people that saw this movie. Oh. No, it it did did do poorly in theaters, but it it got like a huge like uh a bump afterwards. It became a cult classic after like the it's theater run. It didn't go into a lot of theaters. Yeah. So by not doing well in theaters. Did like $13,000. <laughs> it had a $10 million budget. Yep. Opening weekend, it only earned $150,000. Okay. I was. I, and uh, by the end of its entire run in North America, it only earned $303,000. Yeah, but it. it um, versus a $10 million budget. It was only in like 300 theaters. Or twelve hundred or something. Yeah, it was in a short number of theaters comparative to how many theaters there were at the time. Right. I mean, the fact that all the critics didn't like it either didn't really do much for oh, it. Oh, Robert but Ebert can fuck himself. Thirty-one percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Metac- Metacritic. That's the critic website. Thirty thirty percent indicating generally generally unfavorable reviews. <laughs> I loved it. I loved the movie. Um, so I had, I really did have a hard time um, getting into this movie. Like I found myself drifting off quite a bit. Like it just, it did not capture me. Like, okay, so there is kind of a plot. The loose plot is that all these kids work in a music store and one of them was stupid and stole a shit ton of money from the music store to try to save the music store from being bought out by a tower records type of, and he technically did, but then he threw it away. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. He goes and he, he like plays craps, you know, with $9,000 immediately doubles it to $18,000, which is great. And then he bet the whole entire house and lost it, you know? So, no, stealing $9,000 from your boss is not, <laughs> not no, a I, good idea. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, like, that's the plot. That's that's the plot. It's 20, 24 hours around this event, you know, and, the, and then all the kids basically don't want the store to be bought out. No. Well, they don't know about it till almost till midway through. Yeah. Uh, but it's still like Mark. Mark is the craziest. Fucking... I, don't, I don't even know. it. Oh, Mark is the pothead. He's not or... a pothead. Wasn't wasn't weren't the brownies pot brownies? See, I had always my special formula extra sugar, <laughs> and then he's eating them and literally like tripping out, tripping I, out. You know what's funny <laughs> is like every time up until last night when I watched it, yeah, I really didn't put like the pot brownie into it. Sure, and I was like, I always thought it was just extra sugar, and he was <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it, I I had always yeah, I'm I was ignorant. Yeah. Um, but I don't even know the names of the characters, I think. I, Which AJ. one was Corey? Corey was Liv Tyler. Corey was Liv Tyler. Okay. AJ was like the typical 90s center part dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know the names of any of Lucas the other characters. Lucas was the one who stole the money. Okay. Uh, Eddie was the pop brownie guy. Lucas kind of looked like a wannabe Vulcan. If you would have put pointy ears on him and some angled eyebrows, like... Here you go. Star he Trek. was uh, he was in Dazed and Confused. Okay, he was the the dude with the long hair and the like, uh, fuck, the like hippie hat. Oh, yeah, he was also on CSI Miami. I uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with Horatio Sands. Uh, yeah, and then um, who else was in there? Uh, Robin Tunney was in there as Deb. 
Yeah, I didn't know. Honestly, like Renee Zellweger, Liv Tyler. That was it. That that was the only people that I recognized in that entire movie. Do you know who Mark was, right? Ethan Embry. Who's that? Can't hardly wait. What's that? What? I don't know what that is. You've never seen Can't Hardly Wait? No. Oh my God. 90s movies pretty much completely passed me by. I was in this like in between age, I guess, or something. I don't know. Like that, and I didn't have any older siblings or younger siblings to like watch movies with, you know? So I, I just. Did you ever see that thing you do? No. I know the movie. That I know. Um, but no, I never, no, I, I literally, I've never even heard of 90% of the cast. Right? Really? Yeah. And usually I'll see like a name and I'll be like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, I know that name. Um, yeah, I literally have no idea who any of these other people are. He's been in a bunch of movies, but like, if you, you're not real big into like the nineties, he was in Vegas vacation. Did you ever see that one? Yeah, I saw it once. He was uh, Rusty. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was but. the bass player in that thing you do. He was... Uh, you didn't see... Disturbing Behavior. He was Alan. Um, hmm. That's surprising. He was in uh, uh, Sweet Home Alabama. That, uh, I almost said Renee Zellweger. Um, what's her name? Blonde chick. Legally Blonde. Uh Oh, um, oh God, <laughs> I, I hate that movie too. Um, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, that one. Reese's the one spoons. The big forehead. Yeah. yeah five head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was the gay best friend in that movie. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. No, I just, it, it really didn't grab me at all. Like it, it, it was so. It it was it was a movie that was filmed and a bunch of events happened during that film, but none of them like it in my opinion had anything to do with anything else going on. I mean, it did. I don't know. It it was just it was just too it was too random. It was just too random. Like the kids freaking out in the store and then like some kid comes in and like My name's not fucking Warren. <laughs> and yeah, like the Warren Beatty guy kid or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just <laughs> What's your name? Warren Beatty. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't get into it, you know? And even my like crush on Liv Tyler didn't really hel- I, help that I much. I think this movie was like the only movie that gave me a crush on Liv Tyler. Oh man. She was so like innocent. She's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> is, is she still? Yeah. Uh, she looks exactly like she did back then. Oh, now. Okay. Oh yeah. I, it, She's like Jennifer Aniston, like just like held up really well yeah well preserved yeah <laughs> kind of like uh paul rudd he looks exactly the same that he did in clueless yeah he really does yeah 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 i wonder if it's plastic surgery so uh i don't i don't know either way i don't know um is there anything you did like about the movie a couple of the songs are pretty good um trying to think no, no, there it's really wasn't a lot. Day. There really wasn't a lot that I liked about the movie. I didn't like the relationships between the characters. I didn't like some of the stereotypes that they were reaching for, but didn't quite like the make it all the way. And- yeah, it was, you know, it was definitely a product. It was definitely a product of the 90s and very clearly of I, the 90s. And I, I just, I don't know. I figured no. you might like it a little bit, but I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't like it at all. I like indie films, you know, like, yeah. I mean, this is definitely, I would consider it kind of an indie film, Yeah, you know. Um, it's and, weird that it was a $10 million budget, but, and it's like weird. Yeah, it was shot in like an empty warehouse that they converted into like music looking store, like a, yeah. a music store. Did you, know? you, ha- did you happen to re- look at the um, credits? Because somebody was credited in there that never made it in the movie. Well, I heard they cut out a ton of the original film. And Tobey Maguire was originally in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I guess uh, what I read down there is he never filmed a scene, but he's still credited in there because he he, uh, signed a contract. Oh, okay. And he asked the director if he's like, hey, can I just 
get off of this movie because I want to write and he wrote something. The director bought it. And then the next movie he did was like the, the big storm or something. Okay. I, I've seen the movie a long time ago, but I haven't seen it since. I have no idea. Um, who directed this anyway? Alan Moyle. <laughs> he sounds Jewish. Um, yeah, he's directed like six movies all together. And the last movie he directed was in 2007 and it only debuted at Sunday at, at slam dance film festival. I have no idea. No idea. Uh, yeah. So I don't know it. it no, I, I probably won't watch this one again. Okay. <laughs> it'll probably, it'll be a while for me to watch it, but I, I, I still loved it. I, yeah. I mean, I'm glad. What, what did you, what did you like about it? I shouldn't say, what did you even like about it? What did you like about it? Like, why do you like this movie? Um, and why do you think I should like this movie? I don't know. It, the soundtrack for one, I thought you were going to like, I, I figured, I figured you might like, like some of the stereotypes and some of the like, uh, storyline, at least like Lu- the things Lucas say, Lucas's one liners were hilarious. Yeah. 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 He was pretty funny. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, I mean, they, they threw in a bunch of eye candy, like, Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Liv Tyler. Oh yeah. Robin Tunney before the haircut. Uh, right. <laughs> I was I was watch, reading some trivia on the movie and they were going to cut her character and I guess cast someone uglier. Right. And be, she's uh, cuz the director or one of the um uh executives were like she's too pretty to be depressed. Yeah. And she was like I'll shave my head. <laughs> <laughs> they were like you're you got you All got right, the you're, job. You're, you're back in <laughs> well um, um yeah th- there was there's a lot of stuff that happened in the movie that i just didn't quite believe like i didn't believe in in some of the things that happened like there were some reaches in that movie there really were like the the random like funeral in the middle of the shot of the of the night of the night that came literally out of nowhere. Uh, so, it came at like that was never alluded to. So there's a um, there's a different version of the movie. It's called like the the fan remix or something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they add a little bit more to like the story. Yeah, and it it definitely like changes it a little bit. I don't know. I, I don't think the version we watched is that one. Yeah, but like. Uh, you know how Corey like flips out and everything and and like breaks down after she uh Renee she, Zellweger's throwing all the, the pills everywhere? Yeah. Uh Robin Tunney's character, Deb, uh she's like, I'll 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 take care of her, I'll take care of her. And they like there's a longer conversation about that and she she kinda like Deb helps her kind of level herself out. Yeah, that was a little, a little bit of that was in the movie. Yeah, like her putting her head in the water, and yeah, that was the only genuine part of the movie that I, yeah, you know, that I thought was was good. Yeah, Uh, but the what they did was they like she wanted Deb to like realize how people felt about her because they had, you know, suicide was a a a topic amongst like they they saw her wrist. Yeah, you know, turns out it was a Bic razor, but. (laughs) <laughs> um like they just wanted her to know that she's loved. Yeah, right. Um I don't know. Like the the um Corey and what was Renee Zellweger's character's name? Ah, fuck. Yeah. Uh, See, there's the pro- there's the problem with the movie. I, too, too many characters that you didn't care about. I remember everybody's name but Gina. Hers. Gina, that's right. Okay. So Corey and Gina, you know, you get introduced to them and they're like best buddies going to work together. You know, like riding to work and everything's friendly and great. And that, and then um, Corey like stupidly throws herself at this like washed up 80s guy. Uh, they explain that a little more in the, the other version too. Oh, okay. She like, and then like gets rejected and turned down. And then Gina's like, all right, well, I'll jump on him then. Like, what kind of a friend would do that? So, that's what I was. I meant. I was trying to say was like they, that they don't talk about the way. Corey thing. They talk about the Gina thing. Corey and Gina have an argument in between those two scenes mm-hmm. that they don't show in this one, and it that's like 
where I would have added from. some context to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about the, you didn't, did you enjoy the guar scene? <laughs> that was, that was funny. <laughs> that was the funny, like trip out thing. You know, what's funny is guar not credited in the soundtrack at all. Really? Yeah. They even had Sadama Gogo on there. I know. That's but crazy. Th- it is kind of crazy. Um, uh, yeah. So they never, they're not on the official soundtrack, but they are, they're credited in like the songs that were featured in the movie. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm looking. Yeah. Sadama Gogo by Guar. Um, so I thought that was kind of weird because I was, that was, that was like a prominent part of the, yeah, the like movie mid act. Yeah. Like, um, let me ask you a question. Did you see, did you think Mark was creepy as fuck? Yeah. I don't know. He, I just, I just, I chalked him up to being so tapped out that like, I don't, I don't know. I like when he tried to kiss the girl listening to the music, that I was, was like, it's strange. I forgot about that. And then like sniffed her foot. No, he or didn't he kiss her, her foot? foot? Oh, he do- no, I thought he kissed her her foot. I, I don't think so, but like the like the one of oh, the random he people he did, that he was did, like, right? He, he, so, and when, walked away. Yeah, when, when is the last time? Like, not obviously, we're not gonna. Okay, when have you ever gone into a CD store like that and seen people rocking out so hard at the listening stations? Never. Yeah, I, I've just been like, oh, this song's cool. Okay, yeah, this song's cool. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and then and then you move on. Yeah, uh, I mean, in one of this, the, there's like a montage in there where like there's people undressing in one of the booths. Yeah, and then you see the uh, a manager walking. He's like, no, no, just one one person in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about Rex Manning? Oh, Rex, you're so sexy. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like I. I still sing uh, Say No More, Mone More. <laughs> it's not even a real song. <laughs> no. <but> like, <laughs> I guess they recorded a full music video for that. No a way. A four minute and 30 second Holy music shit. video. Yeah, like, and then they just clipped that little bit out of it. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I did I did read about that, you which I thought was kind of funny. Baby <laughs> <laughs> it was a stupid <laughs> song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it was a sad, like, it was, it was a movie to sell a soundtrack, you know? I guess that's that's how I looked at it. Uh, yeah, I, I read like um, the movie was based on the uh, uh, what the hell, the director's like real life experiences. I guess mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it was it was funny. Yeah. Like whatever. Jesus Christ! I don't know if the mics picked that up, but something just was dropped upstairs. It's probably the dog. <laughs> I don't know, or the wife. Yeah, <laughs> which I I thought she went to bed, but. I'm probably wrong. Uh, she's watching the Olympics. So, oh yeah, yeah. The Olympics. This is like her time. Every every two years, it's, it's, it's all about the Olympics. That's in, crazy. In the uh, in the my household, so, I can't stand them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, if I were to ask you what you would give it from one uh, zero to five, I would assume half a star. Probably, yeah half a star it definitely like ties whatever i gave weird science okay uh i i mean me yeah 4.2 that's really effing high wow okay that's but way th- higher than i expected you to get this it. was one of my favorite movies with my teens okay i mean i was 10 when it came out i i didn't discover it till i was like 15 so like right. yeah excuse me <sighs> Uh, do you, do you want to wait till the end to pick a new movie or do you already have it or yeah? Um, we'll wait till the end. Yeah. We'll wait till the end. We'll wait until the end. So LeVar Burton. Yes. After much, uh, you know, fans poking and prodding for this got to host. Yep. Jeopardy. Yeah. So, you know, obviously with the passing of Alex Trebek, you know, Rest last peace, last buddy. year, I think it was, or, or two years ago. No, it was last year. It was last year, yeah. They've been having guest hosts fill in until they find a permanent host. And um, there's been a, a huge campaign for LeVar Burton to take over the hosting duties for Jeopardy. LeVar Burton, for those of you who don't know, which probably very few of you listening to this podcast, played Geordie LaForge on... Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, he hosted Reading Rainbow and a bunch of other, you know, he's been on TV quite a bit and 
done quite a few things in, in movies and whatnot. So, um, I don't know. I was pretty pumped when I heard that he might take over. So I was definitely on, on, um, on board for it. But, but <laughs> so hang on. I, I gotta, I gotta, um, let me see if it's actually on my phone, opened up on my phone. So I have to look at it on the computer. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> unfortunately his, his debut as a, as a guest host was slightly overshadowed by the fact that it was also the lowest scoring Jeopardy episode ever. In terms of money? In in terms of a contestant score. Oh boy. Had the lowest score ever. So Steve, I want you to take a guess as to what the lowest score originally was. Originally was. I want to say $5,000. Would that be positive 5,000 or negative? Cause you can oh, finish yeah. with a negative amount of money. Let's say negative 5,000, negative 5,000. Uh, up until the other day, the lowest jeopardy score ever was negative $6,800. Oh Jesus. This guy, this guy, Patrick Pierce from Fountain View, California, um, managed to, not rack up anything and got negative $7,400. So that stole the headline from the fact that LeVar Burton was the guest host. How the hell do you, you just don't answer anything right. And then like, here's the thing you have to, you have to answer enough questions, right. To go positive. In order to earn some money to bet to lose. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You know, so like whatever he, I think whatever he bet in the final round or whatever was just like, it completely screwed him. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, was do they have any any of the ratings? How did it do otherwise? Um, yeah, ratings wise, it actually did extremely well. Okay. So the Lavar Burton episodes have been like doing very well on TV. And I think that's because there was such a strong online community trying to like push him, you know, to be the, the host. Okay. Like, so, um, he, out of all the guest hosts, he definitely has had the most buzz. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was one of them and that's no. Yeah, I know that just doesn't make much sense to me. I'd rather be a contestant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, Mayim, um, Bialik was a guest host also. She's one smart cookie. She's effing smart. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's really effing smart. You um, become like a, a teen sensation and then leave, get a fucking PhD. In in neuroscience. In neuroscience and then join <laughs> the biggest yeah. fucking TV show in history. Yeah, one of them anyway. Yeah. Well, they got money. Oh, yeah. They got huge money for sure. Yeah. I, I don't think they... Um, they weren't they they weren't quite as popular as like friends, which I think pretty much everyone would agree would is the is the biggest comedy. Oh, that is a good point. You know, I didn't even think about friends. Yeah. I mean friends, they like they were earning huge bank by the time it ended. And I think for that reunion special, they were they were all wiping their asses with hundred dollar bills. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh. So but yeah, Sounds Big Bang like Theory fun. was definitely extremely successful as well. So yeah, they I all rem- did okay. I remember like well, they do 10 seasons and like season six, they, they negotiated for million. Yeah. A million per episode. Yeah. And like all of them got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I think that season, I think it was just like the primary characters of, um, Sheldon and, um, Johnny. Oh, yeah. Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. Sheldon and Leonard and Penny, I think all got a million per episode. And then I think it was the next season or whatever when their contract negotiations came up. Yeah. They all said, we're not signing any contracts unless everybody gets paid the same. Oh, so, that's nice. Yeah. So <laughs> they, they did stick their necks out quite a bit, you know. And, I like and, that. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, Big Bang Theory was huge. LeVar Burton was on Big Bang Theory in one episode. So it wasn't uh, just about everybody. Yeah. Pretty much anybody <laughs> that ever had anything to do with nerd culture, uh-huh. including one of our favorite... Uh, our old narrators, uh, Will Wheaton. Yes. He was on quite a few episodes. I, th- I think he was on the last episode. Maybe not. No, I don't know. No, we no, have no. To be, I haven't finished watching the final season yet. I know he was towards the end. I don't think it was the final episode. Cause I remember there being like 
a, a thing being like it's Will Wheaton's final episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on a few, quite a few episodes. So. I liked it. But anyway, yeah. So Lavar Burton, you know, I'm go- I haven't seen any of the episodes yet. I want to. I'm gonna watch watch them, but yeah, I'll have to watch so, at least one. Yeah, negative seventy four hundred. Wow. That's a thing. That is Thank God you don't have to page every day. Yeah. <laughs> that guy'd be screwed. Dude, how fucked <laughs> up some would that real be? stakes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like it's bad enough you're gonna lose a bunch of your winnings to taxes. Can you imagine like losing your bank account? Because <laughs> Did you know that uh with like uh tangible items mm. when, that you win you have to pay sales tax in whatever state you're in for that yeah and if you can't pay the sales tax you just it sits on the side until and then gets eventually like auctioned off yeah for way cheaper so remember that tv show um extreme home makeover with ty yes. pennington or whatever the hell his name was yes dude people I think it was like the majority of the contestants that had their houses made over, they couldn't keep the house because they couldn't afford the taxes. Yeah. Like, the, the, how sad is that? Like, you get your house completely remodeled. Or in, in some case, like, your house gets literally knocked over and blown down, and then they rebuild it from scratch, and then you literally can't afford to live in it. Yeah, you never really think about, like, reality TV consequences. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. <laughs> It really does. Even, I mean, um, Price is Right is pretty famous for that. The showcase showdown, like, okay, you won this like $40,000 showcase and you got to pay taxes on all that crap. And it's like five, $6,000. Yeah. And if you don't have it right then and there, you don't take it. Right. Uh, I think I remember reading like somebody changed a lot of it. I, I want to say it's Oprah. Oprah, like if when they gave you something worth money, like they gave you the money to pay the sales tax as well. Yeah. But then, so you pay the sales tax, but because you were given money, I, and I think it's like over a certain amount of money that you are given, you have to pay a gift tax on. <laughs> it's like this never-ending loop. It really is. It really, really is. Like taxation is theft. Yeah, like if <laughs> you can't, like you can't give somebody a car, you technically have to sell it to them. Yeah, you know stuff like that. Like there's like a big thing like a yeah there's a whole like spiel you have to go through if you're going to gift anybody some massive amount of money or something yep you know so like any all those dreams where you're like oh when i win the lottery i'm gonna pay off my parents mortgage or whatever it's like no hang on a second don't do that Uh, (laughs) set up a bank account and have it automatically withdrawn from that bank account don't just pay their mortgage off because you're gonna really fuck them over And that's our new segment, Life Lessons with Frank. Seriously, like that, that, um, I, I think about this randomly from time to time, like that extreme home makeover thing. Like, okay, so you've just, you, you've, you've increased the, the value of a house by like four or $500,000. So now you have, you know, that much in assets, like your income, like it goes against your income. Now you now you've been bumped up into like a different tax bracket oh, yeah. because of the amount, you know. So like now you're paying more t- into taxes. Man, fuck that shit. <laughs> uh, well, last thing on this, you know, veer to the right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, did you know? <laughs> do you know uh, what the hell's the name of that show with uh, Magnolia? Um, oh, the Chip and Joanna Gaines thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they. All of the like settings and hey, those fixer upper, fixer upper. Okay, all right. Go ahead. Don't forget to hit record again. I didn't stop it. Oh, you I'm didn't start it? it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I check the marks when I'm. Yeah, fixer upper. Yeah. So, uh, they the, all the stuff that they set the house with, oh, other than the stuff that goes up on the wall, it's just staging. It's staging. Yeah. You have the option to buy it, mm-hmm. and it's up. It's huge up. Oh, money. Yeah. It's huge money. Yeah, that was another thing I read. I, I read about one time. Some article popped up about like the truth behind Fixer Upper or whatever, and and it's like, yeah, yeah the contestants have already bought the house when the show starts. Oh yeah, same thing with you know? um, uh, Property Brothers. Yeah, if people go into like look for houses during these reality shows. Like that's all bullshit. They've already bought. They the bought house. the house. They you have to. I read. I read like a, a thing. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to be have in the closing. Money. Yeah, you have to be in closing. You have to have the money for the for the rehab project or whatever the hell yeah. it is. You know, like it's all got to be there already before they even consider you. And then I think the show itself chips in like thirty percent. Yeah, it, it's 
it's not much. And then like the stars of the show are only there for like maybe a total the four of, days. of a couple of days, yeah. you know, just to film some incidental sequences and whatnot. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, all that stuff like staging, it's like, okay, here's your project. You just spent 80 grand on rehab or whatever. Look and barnboard table. Yeah. Look at this, you know, shiplap. Oh, great. You know, Oh no, the shiplap. That, that's part of it. Like you don't it's pull like, the shiplap down. <laughs> I know, but it's like, okay, awesome. Press wood that doesn't insulate too well. Fantastic. You know, <laughs> 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 wonderful, uh, uh, you know, but, but like, okay. Yeah. And here's what your house could look like with, you know, $74,000 worth of furniture and, and f- fake antiques. Oh, you can't afford it. All right. Out. Yeah. Here's your empty <laughs> shell of a house <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that you can move your, 12 year old you know bob's discount furniture falling apart couch like we have upstairs oh my god i just saw it i was like oh it's seen way better days (laughs) oh yeah oh the couch that yeah yeah. our couch oh dude no that couch wow we're really going out off on one this this episode that couch i got for free from a friend who was getting rid of it and we didn't have a couch yet the 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 beige colored one the cream colored one or whatever that's yeah, up the one there. Stacey, the, the, your wife is sitting in. Yeah, everybody knows my wife's name yeah, is Stacy. St- I- <laughs> but um, yeah, like that couch, dude, is that thing's haggard. Like yeah. we, the cats scratch it up, and like the, the dog cushions are. And... No, the, actually, Watson hates that that couch. Really, he likes the brown couch better. I know brown couch. Yeah, I know, I know brown, brown couch. couch. <laughs> and that brown couch was from Bob's Discount Pit. <laughs> I bought a bed for Bob's Discount Pit. Yeah. I yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's a, a shit. it's a piece of shit but it's but it's a thing it's you know? sta- I mean it keeps me off the floor <laughs> known you for eight years you've had it that entire time exactly so. yeah yeah we've gotten our two hundred dollars worth oh yeah so uh, let's uh let's, anyway let's write this let's, ship. Yeah, let's get back on track <laughs> uh, let's talk about the topic at hand well your topic at hand go for it Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer okay. came out today I haven't seen Frank the, is I going to watch it. it. I'm going to watch it. And I'm, we're going to pause this. You won't know oh. that we paused it. Oh, we're doing one of these. Actually. No, it's know, a, no we pause it. We're not going to, we're not going to get any FCC violations. Okay. <laughs> we're going to pause it. We'll be back. You won't know. Yep. And we're back. Okay. Frank watched it. I just watched it and I got to say it's a pretty, pretty good trailer. Goosebumps. I'm glad you got goosebumps. I didn't. I'm not as big of a fan, but it's a, it, like, it looks really good. I want to see the movie now before it, I was kind of like, I'll wait for it to come out. You know, like on video. Or there something. are a lot of things to talk about in that video. Yeah. But uh, you you probably. I, I only picked up on a couple of things because I'm a casual fan. But I. Why do I snap? I don't know. I do want to say everything that I said in episode two or three or one. Right. Was right. Okay. Am, am I wrong? I have no idea. Do you remember what I said? Not at all. That, <laughs> that the whole thing is going to revolve around Gozer. Yes. The oh, okay. whole thing is gonna yeah. that uh, in the first trailer you see a, a demon dog's foot. Yeah. Um, the mine was named his name Shandor Mine. Shandor was the guy who made the building in New York. Okay. Um, and you know, I think I said it. No, I said it after they they released the um, the uh, mini State Puff commercial. Yeah. With Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. I think the Super Bowl. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like episode one or two or three. Right. I, I'm right. Like I, that's crazy. I've never been right, but I'm also not as big of a fanboy about <laughs> this as anything else. Yeah. Um, so uh, dude, it's, it looks great. It, it, it I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks, it looks really good. Uh, there, there's a thing on there from IGN and, uh, Ivan, right. Jason I'm, Reitman. I'm reading that article right now. He broke, breaks down everything. And some of the things he talked about was like, he took scans of the colors that they used in the original movie. Like the, you know, that per- pink, like uh, ghost yeah. trail you see. Yeah. It's the same looking ghost trail from the first one. Yep. That makes sense that they would try to do that. I mean, that's good for continuity too. Yeah. And it, it's, oh my God. Uh, one of the things he said was in the scene where you see him driving the Ecto through the, uh, wheat field. Yep. They did that all day. Yeah. All day. Coolest part is they put a Corvette engine in there. Yeah. It makes sense. And he said, by the end of the day, 
you could smell toasted barley coming from the hood. <laughs> that was, That's I pretty was awesome. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like you see a demon dog. Yeah. They're, when they actually in the mine, you see a like temple two gozer. Yeah. And then you see the hair. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh boy. And then just it everything, dude. Like Ray at the end. Mm-hmm. It's gives so much away without giving anything away. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that <clears throat> I'm glad that they kind of did show as much as they did in a way to prove that it's like, no, really, guys, the the movie's here. Like it's here. It's gonna be good. I just you like know? with everything going on with COVID right now, like if they push this movie back again, I'm going to fight. No, I don't Sony. think they will. I don't think they'll push it back again. I think I think with the exception of some really, you know, stupid areas of the country, like those areas are not major markets. Oh, I know. You know? So, but no, like, um, so it, it, a lot of it like points, they, they reference a lot of the older movies in it and, and that's awesome. And the other thing I found out is Ivan Reitman was there every day with Jason Reitman. So it was like his movie, as much as it is Ivan Reitman's movie as well. Right. And it's like a passing of the torch and all this stuff, but no, like, um, I kind of want to watch it again so I can point stuff out. That I noticed that you may not have. No, you can, you can, you can say them. Um, what is it? Uh, Janine shows up in there. Mm-hmm. She's talking to him. It almost makes me wonder if uh, what's his name? Lewis Tully will be in there at all. I'm, I'm really hoping that he, he did a cameo of some sort. Like I hope that him and uh, what the hell is it? Rick Moranis. Because he played Lewis in the first two movies, or yeah, and uh, in the second movie, him and Janine like hooked up. Yes. So like, I'm I'm really hoping that he came out of retirement right when, or at least they shot some like stuff when he decided he was going to come back. That would be pretty epic, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have my hopes up for Rick Moranis doing anything. Um, he seems so hell bent on just not doing any Hollywood stuff. You know, I suppose, but. I, I, whatever. It would have to be the right project for him to come out of retirement. I think. I think Ghostbusters would be the right project. No, you would think so. You would think of 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 the movies that he is famous for starring in. It it would be Ghostbusters. Strange Brew. <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Well, yeah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I think is like for me. That's what I know him. No, Rick Moranis from. Yeah. You know? Um. But no, like uh. I can't like reference anything. Spaceballs. Yes. Lord Helmet. Darth Helmet. Oh, Frank knows what movie we're watching. <laughs> I know what movie we're going to watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> you should have saw the light bulb light up in his head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I legitimately saw it. Yep. It was a manifestation. <laughs> but uh, no, like it. I can't say things because I can't remember them because I have shit short-term memory but like uh, everything just everything right at the end yeah i don't know if you noticed but he has a tattoo on his arm i didn't notice that it was whatever revelations it is in the bible where they talk about like the the sea boiling and you know death coming back to life yeah when he's in the car with winston towards the end of the first one yeah so like i i thought that was pretty sweet yeah, they uh, apparently like they they recreated occult books to the T. Hmm. Like it, it's pretty sweet. Uh, Paul Rudd looks awesome in this movie. He looks awesome in every movie. I really just can't wait to see what Vankman does. Yeah, did you hear what the name of the new ghost is? Um, the Muncher. Yeah, Muncher. Yeah, instead of Slimer. Yeah, I I'm I feel like Slimer's going to be in it. He kind of has to be. There has to be some reference, at some least. some reference to it. You know? Um, Can you imagine? Because he, <laughs> he kind of is like the the iconic like ghost from from the movie. The funny part is is that that uh, thing that Jason Reitman did on the uh, IGN when it after it dropped, he uh, he talks about how between the first movie and now. Slimer went from being this angry guy to like happy. Yeah. And he's referencing like the 
second movie where he was nice and he's referencing the cartoons. The cartoons. So everything yeah. is like canon. The marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, he, he's like, he went from being this like really angry guy to like a really happy guy. Yeah. So like, I I can almost imagine him and Peter just being best friends. Yeah, possibly. It, it would be, it, it, it would, it would get my jollies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, like if I could say I, I just went from six to midnight for anything, it would be this. Like, yeah, that, obviously we're not done yet talking about it, but like the, the Ecto look great. It does. It, it looks really good. They, they, they definitely like, they did a good job recreating that thing, you know? Yeah. He like, from everything I read, like he literally went cell by cell to like get everything to make continuity great. Mm -hmm. And that's dedication. But the movie is going to live or die on the characters. So I feel like if you can't connect to the characters in the movie, you know, for me anyway, it's not going to really matter how great the movie is. I mean, you know, all three of the, the characters that you've seen so far, they're all great actors. Finn Mm -hmm. Wolfhard's awesome. The, the, I can't remember what the mom's name off the top of my head is. And then the the daughter is uh she's really good in that one movie I saw her in. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to look it up. Yeah. But it, it, I just it's so weird that I was right about everything so far and it kind of like I just want to be like ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Especially since like I said it to so many people that like Ghostbusters that now I can just they, I've gotten text messages them being like, "Dude, how'd you know?" Right. It's oh yeah, Finn Wolfhard, McKenna Grace is the that's it. What the movie young, was she? The in? younger girl. Um, let's see. Oh Jesus, she was only born in two thousand and six. Right. Good God. Um, filmography. Wikipedia. She was in Independence Day Resurgence? Huh. Okay. That's not um, what I remember her being in. I, Tanya. <laughs> Ready Player One. She was background. Captain Marvel. She was, That's what it she was. was young Carol Danvers. That's it. Yeah. That's why I knew her. Yeah. But like, and then, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm gung-ho for this. Yeah, it looks good. Maybe we aren't going to go long. I figured we'd go long. No. I just, I, well, I mean... No, I don't think we're going too long. What, 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 53 minutes. 53 minutes? Yeah, we're right on track. To, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, it, it looks great. I'll happily go see it in the theater. Me I think it looks too. pretty awesome. Oh. Uh, do you think it's going to have any tie-ins to the second movie? I don't know. Because, like, I don't know, honestly, in terms of the fandom, if the second movie is acknowledged as a good Ghostbusters movie or not. I mean, I know there aren't that many Ghostbusters movies, but I always feel like it's overshadowed by the first one. It absolutely is. I mean, uh, the thing that I can say is like me personally, I've always loved the both movies, but like it, it became a little more clear to me, like later on in life that nobody else did. Yeah. (laughs) Like I always thought it was a great movie, but like I, I didn't know it was panned so badly, but I've always. Yeah, I think uh, uh, now I haven't seen either of them in an extremely long time, but from, I remember seeing the second one in the theaters mm-hmm. and, but I remember from seeing it a couple times. It's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe this kind of ties into like the first movie in a, excuse me in a series of movies (laughs) is usually made on like a lower budget and they have to work harder to try to accomplish what they're trying to get done. And, and it's a little more like crafty and hands-on. And then like the second movie, because the first one did so well, gets a massive budget and you can see a total change in like tone and filming style. And I wonder if the second movie kind of suffered from a little bit of that. Well, if you, I was going to say the second movie, I, See, the problem is, is like, I don't know why people didn't like the second movie. Yeah. It totally was almost identical to the first. I mean, it had elements of horror. Yeah. Had a a lot of elements of, you know, comedy. And it it had like 
drama. They, yeah. All three of them. Maybe not as much horror. I That was the other thing. When I, I rewatched... Ghost- I thought the second one was scarier. A little bit, yeah. There were definitely parts that like... Like the evil, like the bad, the bad, the... the Vigo? The yeah, Vigo. Yeah. yeah, I thought like, I thought he was pretty creepy. Vigo was creepy. The tub trying to eat Oscar was creepy. Yep. Uh, the coat, the mink coat coming alive, that was creepy. Yeah. One of the scariest things I remember from the second one was the Titanic coming in and you're just seeing loads and loads of dead people walking off of it. Right. It... Oh, oh, deep dive. I think I think what we're going to do is, uh, and I want your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. The two weeks leading up to the movie. Yeah. Do you want to do one and two or two then one? Oh wow, that's an interesting. That's a really interesting concept. I would have never thought to do two and then one. Um, I can see both. I can see doing it in either order working, but I think the the my right brain says one and two says one then two, so that way I can like it's more chronological and you know like sequential. Yeah, this just popped into my head, but you were asking. But that's if, a, that's an interesting way to rewatch the movie. Yeah, because like you, the original is so highly regarded. Yes, that like the second one, you watching that is going to downplay your opinion on possibly the third one yeah but what you were saying you were saying do do i think that the second one was is going to tie in i if it does um that'll be awesome i think uh what they'll end up doing is bringing oscar in at some point and um uh, you know kind of revealing that it was vankman's kid Uh, that's what i'm hoping right but whatever but it also dawned on me that they called it Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like, I understand it's, you know, after Egon died and everything, but they also didn't call it three. So, like, they could just skip over two. Like, it never happened. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm pretty excited. When's it come out? It says Thanksgiving. I don't know the actual okay. day. I'm, I'm going to say probably the 20th. Um, of November. Yep. November 11th, 2021. Okay. So what do we have? Three months? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Uh, I'm glad for, I'm glad for a good movie coming out. I'm so psyched. You're lucky that I didn't make you watch the Dune trailer. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) That dropped, that dropped also. I haven't watched it yet. So. We can do that next week. Yeah. I definitely meant to write that into the the show notes and then forgot. We'll do it next week. All right. I oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. We. Oh yeah, that. Well, you know. So, God, what are we up to? Fifty eight minutes. Yeah, I think you know that pretty much does it. We talked about everything we want to talk about this week. So, I mean, I'm going to keep talking about Ghostbusters for well, weeks to come. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll rewatch sure. the thing another ten times because <laughs> I have watched it ten times yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, and you know, yeah. point out some of the stuff I missed. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give a breakdown next week. <laughs> okay, <laughs> of everything that I couldn't remember today. I'm gonna take notes because yeah. I forgot. I meant to today, but yeah, I had other stuff in my head. You know, it's funny. So um, we do these weekly movie rewatches, and I had a movie in my pocket that I was gonna pull out, but I think I'm gonna save it for a rainy day because um, we talked about Rick Moranis today and Spaceballs. So I think we're going to rewatch Spaceballs for next week. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Steve just did the, 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 the arm salute thing. So <laughs> yeah, don't do it that hard. <laughs> uh, I have tennis elbows. But yeah, I'm so, I'm so pumped for this movie. And I know that it, it like, there's things in it that are not going to hold up in 2021, but I really don't care because I love this movie so much. I want to point something out before we, I mean, Spaceballs. I mean, we're, uh, no, sure. I'll, I'll talk about it next week. Next week. All right, cool. Sounds um, good. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that just about does it for uh, for tonight. You know, we've been uh, Nerds of Unusual Origin. I'm Frank. Recommendations. Oh, recommendations. Holy shit. Yes. That's exactly what I forgot about. <laughs> it's not an episode if we don't forget something. All right. I just I just looked over and saw something that I'm going to recommend. But Steve, you go first. 
Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. If you don't watch <laughs> it, you're fucking dead to me. You are right, dead to me. That's pretty fair. He had that one loaded up <laughs> and ready to go. I did not have a recommendation loaded up, but um, uh, so I'm a I'm a guitar player, and I just got a brand new um, gig bag from Mono. They make like really high end gig bags, and this thing is like built like a tank. It's expensive as hell. I don't care. It's fantastic. So, you know, go go check out mono bags. They do a lot of other cool stuff like backpacks and and uh like pelican case type stuff and and whatnot. So yeah. It looks hard but soft. Yeah. It's a semi rigid gig bag. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty awesome. So anyway, yeah, so that uh that pretty much does it for 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 tonight. We've been nerds of unusual origin. I am Frank. I am Steve. And may the force be with you. <laughs> Did it again. <laughs> you know what I kept. You know what I kept doing. No. I. What apparently once you're recording, if you press on air. Um. Did you just try to listen to the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, if you press on air, yeah. it uh. It doesn't mute your tracks. You have to press mute. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what I realized was is Good. okay. Um what I realized